everybody. Another interview from SampleCon. This is actually the last interview that I'm doing at the show, live on the show. I'm with my good friend, Vignesh. Sample Chain, been rebranded, Research Defender. Yep. Huge honor to have you. Thank what you. do you think about SampleCon? Oh, it's great. Um, it's my favorite of the year. Um, I was fortunate enough to go to the first one, and I think I've been managing to go to each one since. I have to admit, I might have snuck into a few. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, that was because I was in New Orleans and, you know, the hotel was on the street and so on and so forth. So you just go to meet friends. But yes, it's great so far. And love Pasadena. love the hotel. It's great. Of course, SampleCon started by Patrick Homer and crew at Lucid. Yep. Then was it Fulcrum? No, Fed Federated uh, Sample. Federated right? Sample, Federated yeah. Sample. I always call it Fulcrum. I don't know why. That's the other division that they had. But I think it's all rolled up into Yeah, Lucid, right. Yeah. Lucid. Anyway, so, of course, it gave you probably access to the show if you needed it. So you weren't being too sneaky, yeah, exactly. right? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like me in high school sneaking in the movie theater. No, no, exactly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Research Defender, tell us about it. Yeah, so our job is to help improve the data quality in the industry as well as fight fraud. We do a few other things, including helping suppliers and buyers increase their conversions um, because, as you can imagine, it's a pretty highly connected industry via APIs. So a lot of the work we do is on that front trying to fight fraud, like I said, increase data quality, increase conversions, just have a better, cleaner, healthier ecosystem, specifically on the quant side, but we do qual work as well, obviously online. So Yeah, so when think about the issues of fraud, what do you think is driving it? Oh, it's easy. <laughs> Money. Um, <laughs> so that's usually the fundamental driver, right? Because if there isn't that, then there is no incentive and hence, you know, you don't have fraud. So I would say that continues to be the biggest one. I think there are some theories about potentially like changing opinions and so on and so forth, like we saw around the election right. situation again you know, the last few years. Yep. I personally don't think that's the biggest driver around fraud in the, in the industry. I, I simply think it comes down to in incentive. Yeah, monetary. Yeah. Yeah, monetary frameworks. That's yeah. right. On um, social media, I've been experiencing about 18.5% fraud. Uh, by fraud, I define that as somebody says they are somebody else. In mm -hmm. other words, they are not who they say mm -hmm. they are. Sometimes it's, you know, you can detect them through VPN or yeah. otherwise. How are yeah. you detecting fraud? Yeah, a lot of things, right? So definitely we want to track device, digital fingerprint. You're looking at different aspects, you know, VPN. Of course, there are good VPNs. There's nefarious VPNs, and there was a way to tell the two. So we do a lot of that kind of work uh, on the digital sense. I think in future we'll probably include like identity tracking and so on and so forth. Of course, we need to be respectful of the privacy guidelines. And an interesting, interesting aspect is in if you look at the discussion between privacy and fraud in a specific angle, they are almost the opposite thing, right? Because the more you know about the person, the less chances they can be a fraudster. But on the flip side, the less you know because of privacy, then there's the option of you knowing more about that person is very, very low as well, right? So it's a very fine balance. And obviously, we need to be legal and find the right right ways to find it. But um, it is it is an interesting evolution of what's going on right now. Huh, that is, that is interesting. I think, you know, fraud is something that we've heard a lot about SampleCon. Yeah. Are you seeing it? Because you said an interesting spot where you're actually monitoring it. Yeah. Are you seeing an increase in it over the last few years yeah. through COVID? Uh, yes, and I would specifically put it around the election cycle. That's when there was a noticeable spike, right? Generally, yes, there has been increase because, as you know, demand has been outstripping supply. In fact, I think they're talking about that right now. Yeah. And um, as such, when you have more demand than supply, 
the people who are there for nefarious purposes are going to take much more of the demand than an average person. Yeah, because the average yeah. person doesn't scale. Yeah, exactly. Um, whereas, but whereas fraud does scale does based scale. on demand. Yeah, 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 exactly. And that's kind of the model to scale. So generally speaking, yes, it has been going up. I would say the spike was in October, November during the election. I would say that's the highest peak. It did come down, by the way, with between November and, and the rest. But uh, if you look at it o over a linear scale, you would still see it going up and up. And, you know, at some point, obviously, when it peaks to 15, 20, you obviously it's, it's pretty worrying. So, yes, it has been going up. If somebody wants to get in contact with you or somebody at your company, Research Defender, how would they do that? Yeah, so... LinkedIn, Research Defender, right? One of the reasons we rebranded was to keep it simple. So LinkedIn is probably the best way. Um, email is B-K-R-I-S-H-N-A-N at Research Defender, one word, dot com. That's and Vignesh yeah. at Research Defender dot com, just like it sounds. Yeah, well, B Krishna. Oh, B Krishna. Not yeah. at all like it sounds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but either way, you, you'll find me on LinkedIn for sure. So. Got it. Perfect, man. Thank you for joining me. Yeah, of course. Thank you. Have a good rest of your show.